Welcome to the Harvest Sound Podcast, for music and mission, truth and prophecy, creativity and compassion merge as one. This morning, we're going to make room for people to share. And so, um, the, you know, it's, it's amazing how God works. If you keep your eyes open, God's speaking profoundly pretty much all the time. It's just a matter of whether we're listening, whether we're tuned in. And, um, and so, you know, one of the things, and we've seen signs in the skies. We've seen so many things. I mean, even starting tomorrow, there's a meteor shower. They say there's shooting stars. I brought a message about Courtney. Those, you know, who, who lead many to righteousness will, will be like the stars forever and ever. They'll shine like the brightness of the heavens. And tomorrow starts a meteor shower where there's going to be uh, up to a thousand <laughs> shooting stars. And there's, there's just signs that God does in important times, important moments. And, and just someone just sent me a little video of uh, right on Clinton Street here. Trevor, you'll like this one. Right on Clinton Street right here, there's like 20, 30 um, Harley Davidsons all lined up here right, by, right down the street here. And, and, and if anyone knows the Sons of Thunder prophecy, uh, that this, the Harley Davidsons and the and the bikers, they're, they're, they're all part of that. And the, we've never seen them all lined up right down there in the Marathon Car Factory. Do you think God might be celebrating, might be down to the detail? I'm telling you, he's immaculate with our lives and, and how he celebrates us. And he weaves together a tapestry and a story of our lives. It's just, it's just only he could do. And so nothing is random. It's down to the detail. And yet God gives us a choice. I'll just read one passage here. Um, See if my thing's still here. Come back. There we go. So I'm going to read you just the words of Jesus from John 11:25. This is when Lazarus has, has passed away, and he's four days dead. Everything looks impossible. But then Jesus speaks to Martha, and he says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live, even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Read it one more time. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live, even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? And that's the big question. Do we believe this? Do we believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ? Do we believe in the resurrection and the life? Do we believe that he's purchased for us out of his own blood a gift of everlasting life? And, and I'll tell you what, one thing that Courtney did, because she, she kind of hit bottom, if you know her story, through drugs and things of this world. And, but when she hit bottom, she, she, she was like a super ball. She started to bounce, and she bounced all the way up to Jesus, and she never stopped. That momentum just kept going up, 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 up. And, you know, Bob Jones said in this life he was... He had a, a heavenly experience where he died. He was a prophet, and he died, went to heaven, and he saw this big line of people coming before the throne of Jesus. And, um, and he says that, he, that Jesus was asking people one by one just this one question. This is all he saw, this one portion. And he said, he said, did you learn to love? Did you learn to love? And what if this life, my friend once said, this whole life is just a test of love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And I'll tell you one thing that I believe with all my heart. Courtney learned 
to love. And she loved well, and she lived well. And that's why so many people have been moved and touched and want to celebrate her life. Because I really believe God set her up like a prototype. And I'll talk some more tonight. I really have a prophetic message, I believe, for tonight, for the body of Christ and for this, this region of what the message of her life. But I don't want to do that now. But I, I, I just want to say that God is speaking in extraordinary ways. We're in an amazing time in America where it looks like, you know, instead of the United States of America, it looks like the divided states of America. So where's the hope? Where's the answer? I'm telling you, it's going to be found in Jesus Christ and the body of, the, the, the body of Christ coming together, being the pure and spotless bride. That's the only place the hope is going to be found. There's an opposite spirit of all this strife and division and and, and turmoil and confusion. And I'm telling you, we're in one of the most brilliant hours of the body of Christ. And this weekend, this day is a catalyst. And Courtney's life is a catalyst into something higher. We're all called to live a life worthy of the high calling. And I can say with all my heart, I believe she did that. And she forever changed us. And I'm telling you, God's going to begin to spread a fire and a flame. It's already, uh, it's already in us. But there's something going to shift, I believe, in the body of Christ uh, in, in this timing right now, when things look dark, when deep darkness covers the people, it's your time to arise and shine. Amen? And so let's celebrate. Let's look into some stories, some testimonies. I'm sure some of you guys want to share. We just want to make room for people to just celebrate and thank God for the gift of Courtney Cordes. We love Austin. He's right back there. Austin is an amazing man of God. And uh, Rhythm, their little baby, and the family's back there. So I'm hopeful you guys can hear this, but you guys ready for this? I'm just going to pray. Now, we are going to be uh, careful on time because we, we believe in, in precision. Everyone say precision. And if there's too many words, you know, you, you can tell if you're a speaker, if you're just talking too long because people's eyes start to roll back in their head and they're like, uh, okay. you know, they go into a coma state. So we like, like, uh, what, what's, what's you, Courtney, what did you say? Um, um, no, she said, uh, yeah, we do rapid fire. Was it quick? What was it? Sharp, power, quick, sharp, powerful. That's how we're going to do it. Quick, sharp, and powerful. That way we can hear from many voices as well. Does that sound good? Y'all ready for this? I'm going to pray, and then we're going to just start making a line, and we'll, we'll let it rip for the, for the glory of God. And, and thanks. You know, Courtney, I'm sure Courtney's having a big time. She's, you know, she's magnificent. The one thing, you know, I, a lot of times, because we're here in this temporal realm, this, uh, you know, in, in time and, and this, this realm, but, you know, she lives on. She's more magnif magnificent than she's ever been right now. And so even though we, we talk about what was, what she was to us in this life, and we have to say goodbye for a season, but I'm telling you, she's here. She's more alive than she's ever been, and she's cheering us on. She's part of that great cloud of witnesses. Amen? Amen. All right. Lord, we pray you bless this time of testimony and remembering, Lord, Bring to remembrance that which is important, that which needs to be spoken right now that would edify the church, that would encourage the saints, Lord. Lord, you said there's power of life and death in our tongues. And as we release these out, these stories and these arrows, Lord, we just believe that you're shifting atmosphere even over our city and our nation right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Woo! Who's first? Oh, my son. How about that? Yes, I just wanted to honor Courtney's life because I'm just grateful for a life that points you closer to Jesus. That's how you know they've done it well. And she's just such an example of a faithful servant, her radical yes to Jesus. She's been just such an amazing sister to me and also a, a mentor in my life. And 
Um, something that I just, I, th- I think I will forever be just grateful for how well she loves people. I mean, that is, I mean she just did that so, so well. And I, I even remember um, Eric and I went to go visit her in the hospital and we were, we, we start talking to her and she just got so excited to see us, her heart rate would go up. And she'd be like, okay, I gotta calm down. I gotta calm down. She's like, okay. She, and then she would ask questions, then her heart rate would go back up. And then she's like, okay, I gotta calm down. She's like, okay, just talk to me. And then I'd tell her, like, hey, um, Colby's in Israel. Then her heart rate would go back up again. She, like, just loves people so well. And, um, and, but more than anything, she loved Jesus with all of her heart. And, it was all, and when we began to read and declare the scriptures over her, her heart rate went right down. And just was, she was just taken in the love of God. I'm just reading the scripture about how, how deep the Father's love is for her. And so I'm just so blessed by her life, and I just honor her life. Bum rush the mic. Get my timer going. No pressure. Oh, I could never do justice according to 90 seconds or six hours or any time you gave me, but uh, I guess the, the funny story I don't have time for ends with us in the bottom middle apartment huddled together in a tornado warning. I think whoever fit in the tub was in the tub. I think Sarah McComb brought snacks and we're just 3 a.m. tornadoes and Courtney's singing, if you like pina coladas, getting caught in the rain, and it was raining so it was appropriate. But she was having the best time at 3 a.m. in our bathrobes and pajamas and like confused, disoriented. And uh, when I first met Courtney, I thought that was an act. I thought it was like, oh, she's just, you know, she's a leader. She has to be up because, you know, PR and all that. But it was real. Um, When I first got to Thunder School, my mom had just passed away. I was pretty grumpy. I was like, is life worth living? Uh, I was always grumpy. Courtney was always joyful. And in time, I realized if there's one thing I learned from Courtney, it's life is what you make of it. You know, like, life is what you make of it. And in this moment where we could spend the rest of our lives sour and hurt and grumpy and just kind of drag through to the end, and I mean, there's, I got an arrow in my heart, I feel it, you know, but there's a choice to put on joy, like she put on joy, and say, no, I'm, I'm gonna grab for something more, I'm gonna make my life beautiful because the opportunity is at hand. And so for the rest of life, like, that's, that's my goal is to just live to the fullest and to put that on, because that was her testimony. So, thank you, Jesus. Next up. <laughs> so, I'm Jason, and my family's with me. Um, we, uh, we met Courtney in Austin many, many years ago during the Rolling Thunder days. Um, she's always, they've, they've been a blessing to us, and... W- one thing that I really appreciate about Courtney, other than just showing her love for people, is her love for Jesus and responding to when to be obedient prophetically. And she was very obedient with us when we came through visiting. We were living in Texas the last few years. Came through visiting this last summer to seeking God on some things about a move. And she gave us um, very detailed word from the Lord and... Uh, Based on that, we're now living in Tennessee because that word came through very, very detailed, very, very specific for our family. So it's, and that word is going to go forth with ministry and other things, but uh, there's just that one little detail. She hadn't been obedient. 
So I just love that about Courtney. And uh, she does just treat everybody a little bit. She didn't have to know you to be your best friend. So I really appreciate her. And you too, Austin. Yeah. Oh, come on. We don't, we, we don't want uh, gaps in between. We need, we need to keep this rapid fire. Hey, one thing, a little tip for you guys. If you're not used to a microphone, if you don't know what to do with this thing, it's your friend. It will help everyone here at the back of the room. So just put it, if you don't know where to put it, put it on your chin. Just put it on your chin and talk, okay? We'll all hear you. It'll be wonderful. Like this. No. Uh, <laughs> Hi, y'all. My name's Corey. Um, I've been with the Harvest Sound team for a little, almost 10 years now. And uh, Courtney was one of the first friends I actually made here uh, back, like, in 2009, around that time. And... Uh, Whenever I actually got to be on the team here through internship, Courtney was my creative mentor. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I had a, she was a one in a million, man. And uh, I had told her, I was like, well, I kind of want to grow more in drumming. She was like, no, you need to grow in singing. I was like, I don't, I don't do that. And she's like, you do, and you will. I was like, Courtney, no, I don't think that's a good idea. She's like, here, I have an idea. And so she put out this like blueprint of an idea and it was like, you're going to sing on the foundry stage by yourself, like in the, like right here. And I'm going to turn the lights on, turn the sound on and I'll help you. And I was like, no, I don't, I'm not comfortable with that. She's like, no, you can do this. And around that time, Callie was like, you should sing more, try it. And I was like, no, Callie, no. And, um, but Courtney has, it's the one thing that I always pulled away from Courtney was she always found a way to encourage you to make you want to press through. And uh, man, like, she's an amazing sister. And out of that time, like, I came in here, like, every time I could on creative days, and I would be practicing. And then finally, I got to sing, like, on a, a Thursday for Mill of Hope or something. And she was doing my sound. And as I was doing it, I'm closing. And as I was doing it, she started to cry by the soundboard. And I came up after. I was like, was it okay? She was like, you did exactly what you needed. And so it was, it was cool. So all that to be said, Courtney has always been an encourager, an edifier, and someone who has something deeper inside. And so that's what I have. Okay, so um, I'm Todd Applegate, my wife Tracy and our kids, we've been here for, this is, we're into our third year of being at Harvest Sound. And <clears throat> first time I met Courtney, it was, she just gets, her eyes get big and she smiles and goes, oh my gosh! And it's just like, and that's how she always was about everything. And, and a couple of things that I really, she, she never seemed afraid to, to try anything. So it was like, I'm not afraid, I can do it. And so that kind of encouraged me uh, because she wanted me to, to drive the tractor. And because of Courtney, I now drive the tractor. She taught me to drive the tractor. So, so now, I don't know if, if, for some of you that don't know, we actually take a tractor downtown on Friday night after fireplace. We put a worship team on there. We have evangelists on there. And I think a lot of that was partly because of Courtney said, we can do this. And so, Courtney, thank you for teaching me how to drive the tractor. Hi, my name is Seth. I've known Courtney since I was uh, 15 years old. Um, um, Courtney was such an encourager. 
she poured her life out like water. Um, uh, totally committed to the Lord. Totally committed to worship. So many memories here, there on stage, always barefoot. Always in some flowy dress, tears flowing down on her knees. And um, um, if there's anything that I could, the one thing that I can remember about Courtney is that we're all given a choice of how we live our life. And Courtney chose to live her life a laid down lover. She gave it all, every single bit of it. She gave herself to Austin. She gave herself to us as a community, as a sister of mine. And so as her passing and going to the Lord, it's, it's lit something inside of me and I encourage everyone else, if there is an example that we all could have had, is that give everything to Jesus. And this, this family, this is what we have to inherit, the kingdom of God. So I'm Bea Boggs, and <clears throat> my husband and I knew Corny for about 14 years, right after her first Thunder uh, school. And there's so many things I can say that have already been said, but one thing I loved about Corny is how down to earth she was. As high as spiritually as she was in the Lord, which I totally loved, she was also very down to earth in many ways. And for me, it came in the form of her love of hiking and waterfalls and the night sky. And my favorite memory that I'm gonna always cherish, Austin, is right after the pandemic ended, Wes and I just wanted to get away from it all. And we rented this cabin in front of a lake on a community called Top of the World. And we invited Corny and Austin to come with us and spend time. And I just, I will never forget Austin, the cookies and hunting for eggs when we forgot the eggs. And my favorite memory was just sitting outside the cabin in front of the lake, watching the night sky and seeing shooting stars. And every time there was a meteor shower, I would tell her, Connie, there's a meteor shower coming. You gotta catch it. And I think one time she went with Emily to some lake to catch the meteor, the meteor shower. So down to earth, my favorite memory, just her love of nature and God in nature, because that's where, for me, God speaks a lot through nature. And then when she took up gardening, she had me. So, because I love gardening. So I just will always cherish that. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. Um, Courtney is an incredible woman, and uh, this this season here for me was um, a transition season coming out of death and into life. And um, not everybody knew what was going on, but this, this community loved me and is still family. And um, every time I would see her, uh, despite darkness or struggle or anything, she would come and her joy would just light it up. And so I just wanna encourage, um, that it doesn't matter how dark or dangerous the situation you find yourself in, that the joy and the light and love of the Lord uh, will completely push that back. And I didn't understand the power of it until <clears throat> we were sitting on the couch one day and I came in, I had a sinus infection and Courtney's just Courtney and she's just like, hey, and I'm like, hi. And um, I didn't always know what to do with it, but I still loved it. And um, <laughs> so we would sit and, um, and I, she was like, are you okay? And I was like, oh, I just have a sinus infection. And without doubt, she's just like, right on my nose and I'm like oh, hi <laughs> and Jesus healer sinus infection and boom 
instantaneously it was gone. And um, it was just incredible. And I was like, okay. And so um, just blessings. And I feel like Seth, we were talking earlier, and he's like, this is real, and this is a void, and this is family. And I was here 10 years ago, and this is family. And, um, and so, but I don't, I don't think there's um, an entire void because I saw, um, and I'm wrapping up. I know I've got five seconds. But um, just in the spirit realm, as I was talking with the Lord about Courtney, um, I just saw, and, and um, I saw uh, seeds being planted. And so we've said, and I've seen on Facebook that when, you know when um, when there's a death, there's seeds that are planted and sprout up. And I believe in the places where you've held Courtney in your heart, there are seeds remaining planted, and that the love of the Lord is going to water and grow those seeds, and so that her life and her ministry is going to be multiplied through this family for generations. And so blessings and thank you, and um, yeah, bless the Lord in honoring. Yeah. Um, so me and Courtney kind of passed Thunder Schools, um, where I went to the first one, then as she um, went to the second one, I had headed back home. But we came back here not quite five years ago, and connecting with her was honestly one of my best um, welcomes to the church and coming back here. And she, anyone that knows her in Austin, their, their hearts are at Eagle's Landing. They love the land. They love working, you know, what we have out there provided. and. Um, and the garden really was, you know, her brainchild out there. Um, and last Monday, um, I went to water the garden for the first time since we lost Courtney. And um, I did not have the best attitude. <laughs> um, my husband's family was out and uh, we had been at the zoo all day. So I was hot, I was tired. And I, as soon as we pulled onto the land and I went out there to start working, I realized above all, Courtney always chose joy. And right um, when Emery and Robin went to leave, um, you know, we went to the downtown market to have lunch, and I'll never forget Courtney sitting after most everyone had left. And she sat on the top of the table, and she didn't have ankles. <laughs> they were really swollen. She was very far along in her pregnancy. Um, and she sat there on that table, and she just sat with her head back and said, the sun is so beautiful today. <laughs> and she, no matter what she was going through, just wanted to enjoy the sun and what God had for her. And out on that garden, I realized she would always choose joy. And it really just, that land connected me instantly. I was like, that's what I have to remember. And that's what she would want for all of us, I think. Check, check, y'all. Sound lady adjusting herself, here we go. All right, perfect. Hey everybody, if you don't know me, I'm Arielle McKinney, formerly Puckett. Um, and if you didn't know, Courtney was an honorary Puckett. Um, so I don't know if I have like one specific memory, but I'm gonna keep it concise. Um, any moment like Courtney took with me or for me was like my favorite moment with Courtney. Um, I'm gonna hold it together. Courtney was just like my big sister. And um, she was like a mom to me too. I'm very, very thankful for Courtney. And um, the joy of the Lord was Courtney's strength and is Courtney's strength. And I'm so thankful for her joy and her consistency in my life. And every birthday, she would always tell me the same thing. She would say, one year on your birthday when you were like, 
18 or 19, I looked at you and I just started crying and thanking God for you. And she would tell me that every single birthday. And um, Courtney, Courtney taught me how to value myself. She taught me how to be confident. She taught me how to be a woman and, and how to be a good wife. And so I'm, I'm forever grateful for Courtney and, and everything that she walked in in life and just who she was as a person and who she is. Um, and I'm gonna carry Courtney with me forever in just who I am and in my life. Wow. I love this house. I love this family. I'm a daughter of this house. 11 years ago, I visited an outreach. It was summer 2011. And I was, I was asking the Lord what I should do after graduating high school. And I was honestly really sad about growing up. And I didn't feel a lot of clarity about where to go. And I go to this outreach and I see Courtney up on this stage right out here. And she is just all out to this reggae worship song. And I just was like, wow. She, I mean, she put her whole heart into just worshiping the Lord in the most goofy, childlike way. I had this moment I won't ever forget. I was like, I, I have to be like a child to enter the kingdom of heaven. I don't have to see this, you know, time is just growing up. So anyways, that moment actually really shifted my decision to come here and that my life was so changed and being here in a thousand moments I can remember just how seriously I, I, I took myself in those days and Courtney confronted that by her childlikeness by her her simplicity before the Lord and like I just I mean I'm so changed by her life and now in her death it's like all that crustiness and ap apathy that's crept in over the years is being confronted and it's like, I just don't want this moment to pass by without it changing me all over again. So anyways, I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful. Yeah. Hey, so, um, yeah, Courtney taught me to be, to, it's more about how you do something than, than how it looks. So like, you know, you imagine a dancer just being completely, like an extravagant dancer being all, point your toes and everything. But she was an extravagant dancer in heaven, no matter what move she did. Like it was extravagant because of her heart. And I was always like, I don't know, I just always look at her and be like, wow, that's really extravagant. But if you look around, like, it doesn't look all that extravagant to everybody's eyes, but I don't know. Cause I'm always thinking about, what other people think <laughs> and so um that's one of not always but like it's one of my weaknesses and i'm thinking what do other people think of courtney and what does this look like and she's taught me about just the spirit of religion and um how no she didn't teach me about the spirit of <laughs> um i'm nervous but um i i've grown up in the spirit of religion and she's taught me how to not be in that because I've been around other leadership and stuff and I've seen kind of, oh, I don't want to be like that or I don't want that dry, crusty thing. I'm like, Courtney is exactly what, exactly what I want to be like in ministry. No religion, no nothing. And um, she taught me to reach out when I'm feeling like I'm looking at myself. Don't think about yourself, just reach out. And that's why I'm able to be bold with people. Anyway, there's so much.
The very first time I attended Harvest Sound, around two years ago, Courtney was the one delivering the message. I'm not sure if, yeah, I'm not sure if she delivered, I don't recall, uh, after that, but she was talking about worshiping and, and the Lord's looking for worshipers. And I was so impressed to see that young lady so filled with the spirit, so wise. And I kept coming <laughs> to Harvard Sound ever, ever since. And she was the one also encouraging me to participate in Pure Revo, Pure, Pure River. I'm sorry, my pronunciation continues to be terrible. <laughs> she, she was so um, cheerful and joyful, and uh, she, she was able to, to give a strong impression, even in the ones that met her, just for a few, a few periods of time. Like my children, when they came to church, they remember Courtney, and they say, oh, that is the, that lady, Courtney. She is, she was wonderful. And she, she was an encourager. And um, there is a verse that the Lord has given me that I believe he's going to make it come true. And it's in John 12, 24, that says, Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, <laughs> sorry, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. So I do believe that her life will produce so many seeds that we are going to see from now on, that we are going to be impressed and worship the Lord for that. Hi. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice today. I'm Callie. And I had the privilege to know Courtney for 14 years. And we lived together, we worked together, we worshiped every Friday night, Sunday mornings, we traveled the world together. Um, one of my best friends in the whole wide world and um, such a special place in my heart. And I've learned so much from her life. Um, still doesn't feel real to me, honestly, that she's not with us. but. One thing, um, she became like my literal sister because I didn't have a sister. And so one thing that she did, she took my brother Corey's pictures, like our baby pictures, and she like cut his face out and put her face on Corey and put it on Facebook. And she was like, I'm the real sibling, which was hilarious. And when we lived together, we would stay up way past curfew um, and we would be on, at the time, like, Mac computers had photo booth, and it was the new thing. So we would stay up for hours on photo booth, and we would do crazy videos, photos. They're still on my Facebook if you ever want to go there. But she brought my heart to life, and she brought joy to my life. Um, she challenged me in joy to, to seek joy, to pursue joy, to live in joy, and to love without reservation, to love without limitations. And so those are things that I carry with me now to this day. I love her. Good morning, everyone. My name is Trevor Bean and uh, Leslie and our children are at the back. We were here at the first Thunder School in uh, 2007. And uh, I just want to honor both Scott and Sarah. Thank you so much, guys, for opening this up and having us do this today. And um, so it's much joy that we're here with you, but incredible sadness 
uh, to do with the circumstances of Courtney's passing away. And um, a couple memories I have of Courtney. Uh, we, we actually missed Courtney when we were here because I think she came in 2008 for the 21-day intensive. And so I met Courtney in 2011 when they came through with Rolling Thunder. And we were at a swimming pool having a party together. And uh, she said, I, I, I don't know how to dive. No one's ever taught me how to dive into the pool. And so I took some time with her to teach her how to dive into the pool. And she was an amazing student. She caught on right away, and she went for the dive right away, no fear. And, and that just marks who she is. And I was so drawn to the authenticity and the freedom that she carried about herself, her passion, and her love for Jesus. In fact, it was contagious. It wasn't to the point where I felt like I had to be like Courtney. It enforced for me to be that brave and to be that bold, to be authentic with who I am and so inspired by her. The other memory I have of her too is playing on the, on the worship team a couple times. And I think it was Scott when you were just starting out on the ukulele or you were just getting into the ukulele and the groove and the rhythm was completely wrong. And she looked at you and she was like, we're gonna do this anyway. And she dove in with it and somehow it all came together. It was great. <laughs> So instead of making an awkward moment. And um, the last thing I want to say is, um, you know, I'm so inspired by, we've been in and out of this community for years, and we've sort of had the privilege of be, looking in, having part of this family. We're so inspired by the sacrifice that both Austin and Courtney gave to this community. And, and if there was anybody that would mark the DNA and the vision of this community, it would be Courtney. I mean, she was the spiritual daughter, as Austin, of the vision and the heartbeat of Harvest Sound. And I think, you know, and I must admit, to be honest, I feel quite a bit of anger about it because I don't understand it. Yeah. You know, from, you know, when, when I see rhythm, when I see Austin, I don't understand. But, you know, God says that my ways and the way I think and the way that he thinks can be very different from each other. It doesn't mean it changes anything about who God is. But I think if Courtney was here today, she would just be like Joshua that would say, be strong and be courageous to go take the land. There's a promise that's over you that's here that she's pioneered for for years. And it would grieve her heart if it fell short. So as I end, I just want to encourage each person that's here that has a heart for Harvest Sound, be strong and be courageous in the midst of our sadness, in the midst of our pain, to hang on to the Lord and see his vision fulfilled. Hi, um, I, I have so many words about Courtney. I figured I would play a song. And she raised me up because she is forever risen. Ezekiel 43, 5 says, And the Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Deuteronomy 18, 15 says, Yet the Lord God will raise you up. Uh, as a prophet, and she was a prophet. If anyone knew her, she was a prophet declaring the Lord. And I just want to play this song um, in remembrance of how she is forever risen. Mm. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
Um, I've only been here for a couple years, but when I came here, I really struggled with um, joy, and a lot of y'all know that, but um, I went to the intensive last summer, and I don't know why this is the only story that came to my mind about Courtney, but we woke up at um, 6.30 for our exercise of the day. <laughs> And Courtney led us in um, a very intense exercise. I was not ready for this. I woke up, rolled out of bed, and went. I was half asleep. And all of a sudden, I walk out, and she's just like, okay, let's go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, here we go. And um, she was, like, playing her music and everything. And just from seeing that, I was like, where does that joy come from? Like, I was, And she, she just wanted to push us to be better and all this stuff and just seeing that I just was like wow like I just want that and so throughout that week like my entire heart and soul just changed and transformed just from seeing her be a leader of joy and I just want to encourage y'all to just remember that and just walk in joy even in this time. My name's Hannah. I've known Courtney about 10 years. Um, like everyone said, she's um, just loved people so well. Um, she was so good at creating family, and she was a sister to me and so many. Um, everyone knew her that came to the foundry to Harvest Sound. Like, she was really the face of Harvest Sound, the face of the foundry. Like, nobody could come in here and not know her and be touched by her. Her impact was just so huge. Um, and something that really has touched me, and I know has touched so many, probably, I don't know, the biggest hallmark of her life is just being unashamed. Like she just so unashamedly just laid her life down for the Lord and like just worshiped and um, was such an example to all of us. Um, she just loved so, she loved life so well and so hard. Um, and she was always giving forth life. And um, even in pioneering the garden last year was just so amazing to watch her excitement and starting her little seeds. And um, she was such a pioneer too. She like wasn't afraid to try new things. and. Um, I had a really unique um, opportunity the last several months to walk with her in her pregnancy um, as her midwife and care for her and care and watch her as she heard her baby's heartbeat for the first time and how she was just so excited and just to see him move in her stomach and just she was so full of life and so um, expectant and so excited and um, she loved him so well in the womb and it was just so precious to watch that and I am so grateful to have had those moments with her and um, so thankful God allowed me to be in her life in this season. Um, I had moved away like six years ago and hadn't been in her life as much so I'm just so grateful God gave me the opportunity to be close again um, and I just pray for, for baby rhythm that he is going to be so filled and he's not going to feel the void of not having his mom here in, on earth, but he is going to be so filled by those around him and have that, that motherly and, and um, mentorship and everything in him. And he's not going to be in, in lack, we pray in Jesus' name. Hi, my name is Elise. Um, the first time I met Courtney, I was 14 years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I actually don't know if I ever got to share this with her, but I, she just, she carried the joy of the Lord. That's something that everybody shares about her. And it just was such a natural thing for her, but it was such a supernatural thing for everybody else that encountered her. Um, 
I remember the first time I ever met her was actually the first time in my life that I had ever experienced joy consistently. And I was so freaked out because I hadn't even been in Bay 4 for three seconds and I hear Liz and she does her little like crazy jump thing when she goes to embrace you and talk to you. And I thought she was crazy and I'd, I'd never seen anyone like be that happy for no reason. And I also had never, <laughs> I had never personally been embraced like that before. So I remember being, remember being skeptical for a while thinking like this, is this chick for real? Like, is, is she actually this happy or what? But anyone who knows Courtney that knows that that joy was very consistent and never went away. That's just who she was. That's just who God created her to be. And it legitimately changed my life and it brought so much healing just by being around her and just by her being herself. So yeah, she's amazing. She is amazing. And I'm happy that she's, she's dancing in joy right now. My name's Brandon, I'm a pucket. That's about all you need to say about that. <laughs> the pucket, she's always safe. Uh, I have a very quick word and I'm gonna read it off. I just wrote because I need to keep it concise. I feel like God spoke to me about Courtney recently and I had, to, had a quick prophetic word for all of us. I'm going to read this off to keep it concise. The day that Courtney passed, I was in the gym working out and the song Yellow by Coldplay came on, which is a weird song while you're working out. Here, here are the lyrics. Look at the stars, look how they shine for you and everything you do. Yeah, they were all yellow. I didn't know Courtney loved the night sky, but I knew she loved yellow. And for Coldplay, yellow is a beautiful color. Lead singer Chris Martin said that the lyrics are about being devoted to someone, wanting to do anything for them, writing a song for them, swimming across the sea for them, and so on. They wrote the first line of the song, look at the stars, look how they shine for you, after looking up at the night sky. I was at work a couple days after, she had passed, and it was slow, and shortly after opening, and I was sitting there thinking about Courtney, which I normally didn't do because I was at work, and uh, the first person that came in was for a pickup, and as I was standing there thinking about Courtney, he walked up and said to the bartender, pick up for Courtney. Then the very beginning of a song came on, and the lyrics said, love to see you shine like the night like the stars that you are but di it says diamond but i heard stars in my head and yeah that's all i got i just wanted to give that up hello my name is suzanne um i've known courtney since 2009 uh, she was the first person that I met upon coming to the Thunder School um, then. And like a lot of people's experiences, uh, you have her come like running towards you like, Susan, and I'm like, who's this? <laughs> Do I know her? Um, and she's like, I've been praying for you. And I'm like, praying for me. And she's like, yeah, your face has been on my wall. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. Um, and just, yeah, just her un, her, her joy and her, uh, yeah, her countenance was just so otherworldly. I was like, whoa, like, who is she? Um, I want to be like her. And then, uh, yeah, those, another story was kind of like that morning workout where back in the day, the, the women would do like 
army style around Joe Johnson, like do their run in two lines. So you'd be like this, like one line, two line, you have your partner, you have to encourage your partner, like running around the block. And just her in the morning, she'd be like, yeah. And she would do like, you have to do like the, the back forth, you know, like brain connection to your, anyway. I was like, okay, like doing the X's and stuff. And when I was like, it's six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm just, half asleep and here's Courtney she's like yeah she has like the bandana thing around her hair back and she's all into it I'm like okay like I have to keep up with Courtney <laughs> um but just like yeah just she's so blessed my heart like me um and then the last little thing is just her consistency so many people have talked about her consistency but every time just throughout the years anytime I was here it was always just the same Wow, like, and just her consistency in loving people. And I just, yeah, all of us are so forever changed. She's just beautiful, so, yeah. Hey, my name is Colby Alonzo. I met Courtney about three years ago, and my first real experience with her was during Bonnaroo Outreach. So if you all know, that was her element. It was incredible. And... um I have a lot of stories with Courtney, but I'd say the thing that I love the most about her is that every aspect of her life pointed to Jesus. Even in her passing, I don't even want to say death, in her graduation to heaven, every aspect of her life pointed to Jesus. I knew her for three years. I think about the disciples with Jesus, how Jesus chose to spend three years of his earthly ministry here performing signs, wonders, miracles, encouraging, edifying, and how Courtney, she gave birth to rhythm on Passover in the same way that Jesus gave birth to the church on the cross on Passover and how Courtney was in the hospital for 40 days in the same way that Jesus came back to earth after his death for 40 days performing his earthly ministry preaching on the kingdom and how even now today we're celebrating her on Pentecost. And I just think it's such an encouragement looking at her life thinking, we, we get caught up in the long term so much, but thinking if what if every day we could just live like Jesus? And I believe Courtney did that. And it's such an inspiration to me, even for the short three years I knew her, even in her passing. It's so encouraging and, and inspiring to me to live that way. Hey, my name is Anna Elise. Um, hey, uh, I've had the pleasure of knowing Courtney and the Foundry family here since about 2008, 2009. So I have about half of my lifetime of memories and beauty with this family. One of the things, I'm not going to cry. We all have. It's nice to be with family and cry. So one of the things that I think I've taken away the most with Courtney is that, yeah, I'm going to take one. I'm going to take one. Thank you. Her whole life, and the reason there's so much impact is because she led by example. And that is the thing that I have taken away through even just my, my entire life. Um, when you... When you come here and you sign up to be in missions, it's not just a single yes. It is an everyday yes. And Courtney was so consistent every day with her yes. And she would be right there with you. There was nothing that you would do that she would not be also 
knee deep in the mud when the pouring down rain and you just finished an outreach. She w there was nothing that, that you could complain about that she was not just right there in it with you. And that was, that is the thing that sticks with me. That all of the impact, all of the, all of the relationship, it is through leading by example. And if there's one person in my life that is led by example, it is her. So um, I love you guys dearly and thank you. Hi, I'm Jesse Gray. Uh, I've known Courtney since 2011. Um, so, I mean, how do you sum up Courtney, right? She's like a, a, just a powerhouse of just love and joy. And, you know, I, you would come in through the years. I was only here for two years as an intern for a year and a half, I think. And, uh, you know, every time I came through the door, right, you were the most important person in the room when you came into Courtney. And it was just fun. And my family, uh, which couldn't be here today. They're also the same sentiment where my mom was just like, she was just so welcomed by Courtney and Abby, my sister, for the people that know her. Um, she was mentored by Courtney. She was on Courtney's uh, worship team when she was here. And my, like, well, there's not a dry eye in the place when we heard the news. And we even had a small memorial a couple days ago and we were playing some of Courtney's songs at our house. And uh, you could just, like, she was so genuine, right? That like, you could just know that, like, even in her music, that's who she was. Every emotion was real. Every emotion was that. So, you know, you came into a room, you know, it would be at Mail Hope. You could be, like, down or whatnot. You'd be angry about something. And, like, you'd, like, see Courtney walk into the room. And there's, like, right, this is a phenomenon in science where, like, the, like, the strongest emotion will influence everybody else in the room. So, like, if you were going to be angry and then, like, Courtney would walk in, you kind of, like, shield your eyes. Because you're, like, I, I want to be angry right now. You know, I want to be sad. And you're, like, but I can't because Courtney's here. So, uh, so it's just... A testament to the fact that she was just genuine is that she influenced without even needing to speak words. She'd walk into a room and, you know, if like, if heaven has a quick pass, if, you know, the Lord's like, you know, did you love like Courtney? He's just like, no, no, like she comes in first. Like, I know who she is. I know that she loved, like, I, we don't have to wait. I know the answer to that question. So she's just special to all of us. Hi guys. My name is Karen. Um, I remember the first time I met Courtney, I had signed up, I was going to One Stone at the time, and I had signed up to come do the Bonnaroo outreach, and she was teaching in a class about how to sing prophetically over people, and we were practicing on each other kind of deal, and she sang over me, and I don't even remember what she sang, but it floored me. I remember just weeping. Anyone who knows me, I weep a lot. I'm sorry. I've got that gift of tears. and. And, and sometimes I feel like people get tired of me because I'm just sitting there weeping, weeping, weeping. But it was funny because Courtney also, there was the first time I walked in the door here, she remembered me when I, and this was like 2019 or 2020, I can't remember, um, to start, I felt like I was supposed to start coming. My friend Ruth brought me and, and um, she came up and remembered me, which was odd because it had been a few years. And she's like, I love you. And at first I was kind of weirded out by that because I thought, she doesn't even know me. She can't love me. You know, I mean, that was my stuff, you know, but she was, she was like meaning it. And as I kept coming back, you know, she kept not just being loving, but being intentional with her love and seeking me out. You know, she didn't just say, oh, I love you. Like I've heard that in the church as long as I've been saved. And it's like, yeah, yeah, right. But show me that's a whole different deal. And she did it. She was intentional, she was transparent, she was open. She was inclusive. There's two sermons y'all need to listen to her from. One about um, 
redeeming and restoring the connections between the generations. Man, she was connected with all generations, with the kids, with the elders, with everybody. And I want y'all to think about connection. You can't do that, though, however, unless you're connected to the vine. You've got to connect to Jesus, and he will show you who and how to connect, okay? He's the one we're seeing in her. He's what we're going, wow, she's so marvelous. And she's up there going, go, Jesus, go, Jesus. She wasn't about her getting the glory. She was about always Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And I want to be more like that. I want to abide in the vine better. I want to be more intentional. I want to help restore the connections between the generations. The other sermon she had, the wisdom this girl had, the download from God was amazing. It was about uh, communism. That particular sermon opened my eyes. And, you know, when you're old and crusty like me and have been in false religion crap for a while, you kind of like, oh, well, I know it all. <laughs> no. This little whippersnapper, man, she was going, this is it. So anyway, I want to be in the Word and studying and doing like she did. Okay. D, what's up, my bro? I had to do it. I had to do it. That's how she greeted me. I had to do it because I don't do it. Um... I remember one time, it was third set, Friday Night Fire. She was up here by herself with a guitar. And she's sitting down and she's playing. And she's just weeping. And I remember I was sitting right next to Pastor Scott and he goes, that's the standard. If we're not doing it like that, we're not worshiping. And that was her heart, her heart with Jesus. It was the standard. If it wasn't for Courtney, honestly, I believe that I wouldn't have my wife and my baby, because she helped put that together. She was pregnant, and my wife was pregnant at the same time. They're literally 10 days apart. And honestly, if it wasn't for her, I don't know if I'd have my boy. So she impacted my life and obviously my wife. But I love her. And I love you, Austin. We're going to do this together, bro. Hi, my name is Eric. Um, I've known Courtney since 2017. Um, and there's so many uh, different ways that she impacted my life, but um, the, the fireplace leaders, we had the privilege that Austin and Courtney poured into us. Um, and the last time we all got together um, at Courtney and Austin play, uh, Courtney and Austin's place, um, Courtney was telling us a story how she, had le she leaves her, her shoes outside her door. And one Thursday night, um, there was this homeless lady, um, and Courtney was just so happy to go and love on her. And she was just like, hey, running after the lady. And I guess the lady got scared and started running too. And Courtney was running after her and running after her. And when she finally caught up to the, the homeless lady, she looked down, and the lady was running because she had Courtney's shoes on that she left outside. <laughs> but still, she was like, 
just loving on people. And that's one thing that I loved and I learned from Courtney is that when people are running away from the Lord, she is going after them, running behind them, just so they can hear and feel the love of Christ. So, yeah. Hi, I'm Zoe. <laughs> I'm going to try not to cry, but it probably won't work. Um, so when Courtney came here, I was one of the leaders helping with Thunder School. <sighs> and um, I loved her so much. Um, and I'll just tell you a few things I remember and a few things God's put on my heart since she passed. But. Um, I loved that Courtney was a spaz. <laughs> um, that was like so, I, I don't know, maybe because I relate to that in some ways, but I loved that part of her personality. Um, I loved that she was unashamed, that she cared about everyone in the room and didn't care at all about what people thought of her. And I love that she worshipped um, like she was actually in heaven. And that was actually the first time I saw her. Um, we had been hearing about this girl who was finishing Teen Challenge, and she was going to come join Thunder School. And I was so excited, like, who is this person? And then we had this conference going on. And um, I walked in, and there's this stunningly beautiful girl in, like, every color of the rainbow worshiping in the back with all of her heart and I didn't know that was Courtney but I was like wow who is that I want to know that girl and then I found out it was Courtney the one we'd been expecting to come and as soon as I met her I was like man I want to be friends with her forever and um and um I'm trying to go fast um when she passed there were a couple things God put on my heart it's um, she didn't waste a single second here. She lived her life fully for the Lord, and she ran her race, and she sprinted to the end, and that's what God wants from all of us, and so I've been challenged. I've also been thinking of the parable of the soil, and Courtney is one who the seed fell on good soil, you see, a lot of people have hard times, and sometimes that produces fruit, and sometimes it doesn't when they turn to the Lord. And um, Courtney was good soil, and and I've just been also challenged in that, that we can, um, if the soil in our hearts is not good, you can always tend soil. You can always get the rocks out. You can always water it. You can always get the weeds out. And so I've just been challenged to do that in my life, to be like, Lord, where am I dry? Where are there rocks? Where are there weeds? And let me get them out so that I can serve you the way Courtney was serving you. Um, and is it okay if I say one last little mini story? She was also really humble. And it, you, wanna, you wonder how you get to where Courtney was, and it starts with humility and letting yourself be refined in the fire. And there's a funny story with Pastor Sarah. Courtney wore <laughs> one of her first Sundays here, this sari that I had that was like hot pink, beautiful, but she showed up to church wearing that. <laughs> and Pastor Sarah said, Courtney, you can't wear that to church. And so she said, okay. And, you know, they had a whole talk about that. And then she came back with like tons of other colors on with the sari on top. <laughs> and, and 
But her heart in it was amazing. Most people get offended or bristle, and Courtney was so humble. She was teachable, and she was willing to whatever it takes for me to walk in the fullness of what God wants me to be. So, yeah. Oh, Jesus, help. <laughs> um, so it's funny that Zoe brought up the soil because um, in, in my anger with processing Courtney's death, I've been turning my anger towards protecting her seeds. So, so I've been praying, like, in my anger, I'm like, no weapon formed against Courtney's seeds shall prosper. And no weed can snuff out the life of her seeds. So, perspective. <laughs> Woo, reset. <laughs> That's not my memory. Um, so, Courtney was one of my best friends. And um, as one of her best friends, I want to share a different facet of Courtney. We all know the side of her that is full of energy and joy and crazy, but um, I want to share the part of Courtney that goes slow. Um, about six years ago, I was in a, a freak accident that uh, took me from the strongest I've ever been in my life to the weakest I had ever been in my life, and six years later, I'm still recovering from it. But um, <laughs> to make it just quickly, uh, I would I loved going hiking, and Courtney was the only person I was willing to show how weak I was with after, and she would let me <laughs> lean on her, um, and even park illegally on the hiking trail so I wouldn't have to do certain parts, and, and we would just share our hearts with each other, and she wouldn't make me feel weak, but she would just encourage any strength I showed, and that's the part I wanted to share with you guys today, the more vulnerable, slow part of Courtney. There's a million things I could share about Courtney, but I chose just to talk about the way that she stewarded family and the way that she cultivated family. Um, one, the way that she loved her mom, Miss Susie, was so beautiful. She honored you so well, and I loved getting to watch y'all worship together. It, it was so inspiring to me, and it makes me want to be a mother like that, that I can worship with my children one day. Um, and then the way that she just submitted herself and really became a daughter to Pastor Scott and Pastor Sarah was beautiful. I've, I've never seen anyone just plug in with another family so well like she did. And, um, and then, obviously, the thing that has impacted my marriage with Reed the most is watching the way that she loved and honored Austin. She never spoke a bad word about Austin. She was always encouraging him, always lifting him higher, and she set the standard for what marriage should look like for me and Reed. So I'm, I'm so blessed and grateful for Courtney. Yeah. Hey, I'm Wilson. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to share anything and I could just hear Courtney be like, do it, bro. Get up there, bro. <laughs> and that's just how she was an encourager. But I met her last year and I had just given my life to the Lord like two days before and was fresh off drugs. And um, 
I was sitting over there, and she was just like, hey, how are you? And I was like, you don't know me. Why are you saying this to me? But I just like, it's like, you know, match the energy and was so excited. But since then, I just got to walk with her um, and be here like, you know, three or four days a week just with her. And um, just, I think, to summarize what Courtney taught me is it doesn't matter your theology or what you think about this topic, but it's love God and love others. And she took that and ran with it and just ran with it. Um, and it just, I think we're all seeing the fruit of that. Um, and then the, I just want to share something funny. I was so, I wanted to know the name of her baby so bad. So we would be in the office and I just kept asking her like, you know, every day different names and like going through Bible names and listing them out. And, um, and then one day she came to me with Austin was like, hey, we want to tell you, you know, don't tell anyone, but it's, it's rhythm. And I was like, oh, let's go. And I know the name. No one else knows it. And then I found out like two weeks later, she'd gone up to like everyone in the staff and did the same thing. <laughs> so that was so funny. But I just I had so much I have so much love for Courtney and she taught me so much. This is why I wasn't going to share. <laughs> Susie, don't make eye contact. <laughs> My wife, Laura, is back there. and Oh. Um, we got to know Courtney in the messy years. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I met her when she was a teenager and she was drugs and doing her thing and was just, <laughs> she was an absolute mess, but she was still the same Courtney that we all tell the stories about. And my first encounter with her what I say our first God encounter was I was a youth pastor and she was they'd come to our church and Susie and Courtney walked in the church and she'd always sneak out during worship and man I just one day I was done and I walked out and I grabbed her by the shoulders and I looked her in the eye and I said you look at me and you look at me clearly I said let me tell you something honey I said, I love you, and Jesus loves you, and I'm going nowhere, and neither is he, and we're going to chase you for as long as we live. And I said, there's a leader in you, there's a woman of God in you, and I promise you it's coming out. I promise you, and I'm going nowhere. And <laughs> find out later she was completely high as a kite. She remembers the encounter, doesn't remember a word I said. <laughs> but she, she came, and... <laughs> You talk about that, that ball that bounces. When Courtney got saved, <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> the light was always, always there. The joy was, I mean, she was called by God. I mean, she was, it, when, when, when I found out, it's like, 
we were praying in the bedroom and my kids were asleep and they came in and we're I look at my seven year old girl and I'm like Emmy here's the hardest thing is that no matter what happens in this moment Courtney is still going to be so full of life and joy in that moment with Jesus that's the culmination of, I mean, she ran her race from this point to this point, and it just never stopped to the moment she took her last breath. It was just arms wide open, and the hole is what's so hard, because it's not like we just lost. We lost Courtney. Like, I feel like when the gates of heaven open, like, there's this scramble at the table because everyone's trying to figure out who she, whose seat she's going to take. Like, is she going to take David's seat or is Abraham going to have to get up? Or like, <laughs> because she's a giant of the faith. I mean, that's, there's no other, like, this is the stuff of legends. And it's because she mirrored Jesus in every single I mean there's just no other way to put it like if you want to get a glimpse of how Jesus loved <laughs> there she is man and then Austin comes along and just wrecks us even more I just she is <laughs> always will be but man the impact the stories I promise you there's a Circle K gas is tendant right now that could tell the same special story of the connection because they met her for 30 seconds. Like, if we can't walk away with that and be forever changed, you know, it just, but to celebrate Courtney and a giant of the faith, it's rare air. We don't get moments like this. You know, just, it's okay to say, wow, that is one. That's how you do it. That's how you run your race to completion. Anyways, I love you guys. I love you. I mean, I, you don't know you guys from Adam, but man, to watch what this place is cultivated and done. And uh, anyways, I love you guys. So I just wanted to share about um, Courtney's obedience. Um, she was probably the most obedient person I'd ever met. And because of that, the most convicting person I'd ever met. Like, you'd walk in and be like, maybe I'm not rejoicing in all circumstances. And um, I'm just so thankful for that because her life is just constantly calling you out and pointing you to Jesus. Um, and when she passed, the verse that just keeps coming to my mind is um, when Jesus said, I give you a new command as I've loved you, now love one another. And she knew that that love that she was loved by, by Jesus. And I'm just so thankful for that and the conviction that she walked in. And I'm so excited for the seeds and the fruit that's coming and us all looking more like Jesus. But Yeah. Well, I actually came down with a gift from um, Leroy, Papa Leroy and Mama Diane. I was like, uh, a poem that's been um, that Mama Dan wrote last week, um, but I just want to say like I love Courtney, but she made me love Jesus more, and that's like 
that's the greatest testimony you can have at the end of your life. But this is, yeah, I just wanted to share this with you guys. I don't know if it's coming through on the Bluetooth yet, but is it muted? Okay, never mind, it's muted. Oh. It's quiet. A word spoken through a willing vessel given by a surrendered soul by Diane Hyder. A word spoken through a willing vessel given by the Lord that would forever forge the lives of many around the world. A prophetess to the nations was declared that day, beauty for ashes for Courtney Cordes exchanged. Storting for Christ all that he is, his faithfulness and passion for all that lived. Extraordinary the characteristic used to describe this beautiful soul, so full of life. She celebrated you composing a song through her smile while secretly in her heart praying for you all the while. A worshiper, a wife, a friend, a daughter, a final display of love when she became a mother. We all were her mission, the mission of love, depositing daily seeds from above. Now through our tears, watering the seeds that were planted, connecting us closer to the vine as we become the branches, our lives propelled by the word that is given, that our faith expressed through love is how we should be living. Courtney embodied the word of God by the way she lived, always giving glory to God all the way to the very end. A prophetess to the nations was her legacy left behind to be in glory with her father in heaven, her reward at last to find. Uh, I'm going to keep it quick. I don't, I can't keep it together very well. <laughs> um, I met Courtney when I was about 19 years old and, uh, in 2008. And, um, like Zoe, I'll never forget the first time I saw her. She was <laughs> in this crazy outfit worshiping and just in love with Jesus. And, uh, I was like, man, I got to meet that girl. Who is that? <laughs> and, uh, and then, I ended up seeing her every day for about seven years after that. Um, she was my roommate. She's one of the closest friends I've ever had. Uh, I was thoroughly convinced that she genuinely loved every single person she had ever met in her entire life. Uh, <laughs> And she really like challenged me <laughs> um, all the time with, she just had the best attitude 
all the time. I have a million stories of being in crazy situations, and Courtney was like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, she uh, filled up a room just with her and how much she loved people and how much she loved the Lord. And uh, so many people have said this, but... Uh, uh, I just want to be like her in the way that she lived her life and loved and loved the Lord. And she was a wonder to me, to everyone, and especially to the Lord. She was a wonder. And uh, yeah, I'm done now. <laughs> so what? We'll cut it off here because we actually got to get a bunch of us have to. You guys still come, but the last three here. Beautiful. Hi. Um, I knew Courtney since 2014. Sorry. Um, one of my favorite memories was when she went to my birthday party and dressed as a pair of grapes with balloons. Um, <laughs> her costume was my favorite because... No one could think like that. It was only her that could think of a costume like that. Um, I miss watching her during worship and hearing her voice and her singing. <laughs> I miss her coming through the door and just screaming about how excited she was to see anybody that she hasn't seen in a long time. Yeah, I just want to live like Courtney. I want to honor her through living like her, for loving like her. And she was amazing. She was a legend, and she is a legend. Um, her prayers, her singing, her prophetic words will never be thwarted. And we love you, Courtney. We can't wait to see you again. Um, I'm not going to try not to cry because Courtney never, shit, I'm a crier and everybody that knows me knows I'm a crier and Courtney encouraged me in that. Um, she was like, that's great. You have a heart for the Lord. Just cry. <laughs> but, um, Courtney's favorite flower was a sunflower. And when I learned that she passed, I was, I, all I could do was like, we have to go to Lowe's. We have to plant sunflowers because that's all I could do. I couldn't fix it. And I didn't, you know, sunflowers are perfect for Courtney because their heads follow the sun. But I never thought about how many seeds they have. And she had so many seeds. And um, she was a big surprise in my life um, in the joy that she had. The first time my husband met her, he was like, that cannot be real. <laughs> and we found out it was very real. And um, she has changed our lives, and she's changed everybody's life in here. But I also wanted to tell you, those sunflowers I planted, I brought with me today. Please take some um, and plant them and share Courtney. <laughs> Well, 
I'm definitely supposed to be speaking today. I sat in the back and fought the whole time. But something that Courtney walked in was freedom. And she didn't have fear. And I want to be more like Courtney. And so, it's funny, the cutoff was right after me. Um, so, the first time I met Courtney, I had walked in here. I don't know if anybody doesn't know, Sarah and Scott are my brother-in-law and sister-in-law. And um, it was Mila Hope. And um, Courtney was sitting here, and I was all the way in the back. And she's like, Jody, come here. And she's like, come sit. And she just wanted to know everything about me. How was your day? Um, you know how Courtney was. That was Courtney. And um, I just remember leaving that day like, who is this person? Like, why does she care about me? She doesn't even know me. Um, and she really inspired me. And uh, that timer. <laughs> um, but I tried to take some notes so I could hurry and, and um, read through this. But um, let's see. Something that Courtney really carried, as we all know, is joy. And it was, I got to spend some time with Courtney past five weeks of her life in the hospital just serving her loving on her and she carried such a joy of just I mean like just joy and she had a gift of encouragement and anyone that walked through that door they didn't leave that room without being encouraged I don't care if it was a doctor the dietitian, the nurses, and I love, Courtney was still funny. She was so funny. Like, and as you guys probably know, she has nicknames. I'm Chech, Chech. Because <laughs> in the Indian culture, it means auntie. Um, but she had a nurse named Chelsea, and she called her Chell. She walked in one day, and she's like, who's my nurse today? And, and she's like, my name's Chelsea, and she's like, Tori, Tori Kelly. <laughs> she called Chelsea Tori the whole time, and I had to pull up the picture and all that. Anyway, she was just so encouraging, and you know, my kids and I, we were weeping, and just like Harvest Down isn't gonna be the same without Courtney, you know, just walking in here and just the joy. And I felt like in that moment, the Lord said, you all are to be the Courtney's to encourage each other and lift each other up and hug one another and love each other genuinely like Courtney did. And so I feel like that's kind of the message that I wanted to give today is that we are, we are to love on each other and lift each other up as brothers and sisters. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Not enough tissues the past two weeks. Um, let me see if there's anything else that, um, uh, I just think that Courtney has just inspired me and everyone just to be our best selves and to walk in freedom. And, you know, Courtney had an impact while she was here on my life, but like, even now that she's gone, I feel like it's just like a thousand times more. And really, I want to honor Sarah and Scott and Susie just for pouring into her and helping her to become the person that she was to all of us. And Austin, just being the amazing husband that you are. 
an amazing dad, and she raved all the time about how amazing Austin was. So anyways, just be more like Courtney. And she kept her eyes on Jesus. It was because of Jesus. It wasn't because of Courtney. It was because of Jesus. <laughs> wow. Well, that was deep and rich and amazing. You know, I know we went a little over time, but I think it's well worth it when you get it. You don't get a, a shining example like this that often in, in this life. But, but I think things are fixing to change. Because there's a lot of carriers of the seeds that she dropped. She'd be dropping seed everywhere. And, and she carried the fragrance of Christ. And, and uh, the fragrance, she's not here, but the fragrance is still here as she walked in. And, and so we, we thank the Lord for her life and the memories. And then we get to carry these and we get to multiply it. What he's, what, what she, how she touched us. We're all carriers now. And I believe we're going to see it measurable results in the body of Christ because of her life and her times. Amen? Amen. And we'll all be back together. She'll probably be the first one greeting us all in heaven like, ah, you know, like, <laughs> how's she always the first one that everyone meets? How does she do that? Like, she just wait for people, like, you know. Okay, let's stand up. And we're going to have an extraordinary time tonight at 5 p.m. at Rocket Town. You're welcome to come. And uh, just a lot of city leaders and people are coming together. Just some remarkable things are happening. As you can see, uh, Courtney's a remarkable woman of God, and we celebrate her as she celebrated us so well. So, Father, we seal this time now. We thank you, Lord, that we have a, had a living example of someone who has loved well and finished well. It's changed us, Lord. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, and all God's people said.